0: If you've ever thought about starting your own podcast, consider Anchor Media. Hi, everybody. It's Rob Smith with the Lighter Side of Dark podcast with Solio and Smith. And I want to tell you a little bit about our good friends at Anchor Media. It's real easy to get started. Basically, go to the internet, search for Anchor Media. It'll come right up on your browser. Take an opportunity to follow the step-by-step videos, and you could have a podcast going just exactly as Solio and I have for the past six seasons. So check them out, Anchor Media. Where you go from there is completely up to you, but they'll get you started. Anchor Media, the place for podcast beginners. Hey everybody, this is the LSD Podcast. First of all, thanks for listening. Second of all, you're not being forced to. During our podcast, we will attempt to entertain you, make you think a little bit. We believe in the First Amendment and our right to our own opinions. You may disagree and you can always vocalize those disagreements with us. But if you're easily offended, we're probably not the podcast for you. We try to make you think of things from a lighthearted side. We talk politics. Yeah, and occasionally we even bash religion. And we make fun of certain groups and even ourselves. So if you're that easily offended, please don't listen to our podcast any further. You're not being forced to. Now, let's try to be entertaining. Well, my name is Ira, and, I,
1: and I'll say something cool. Great stuff, guys. Very entertaining, and I have no future as a defense attorney. I'm glad I found that out today. Oh, God, I love everything about your podcast. Wow. I love your I've you know been listening to you guys for probably the last six months or so, and kind of hopped on it. I'd love
2: hearing you guys come on and kind of talk about stuff, in
1: really a way that's, I don't know you don't really care uh,
2: what you know how how bad it sounds. You're saying the truth, and I think it's just cool to hear. You know, it's a little refreshing to hear with all the um, the edited stuff. I love it. Makes my day. Really enjoy uh, listening to you guys with your sense of humor and everything, and the, these uh, interesting subjects that you. Welcome to the lighter side of dark, season seven. One of the fastest-growing podcasts in the U.S. Now, here to make your eyes roll and attempt to entertain you, are Solio and Smith. me on I'm happy.
0: Hey, Hey, we're about to wrap up Season 7.
1: It's that time of year.
0: Hard to believe. It is hard to believe. The wife's on vacation this week. Is that, is that why you're in such a good mood? <laughs> <laughs> Which means...
1: So am I. <laughs> yes. Ask me what I had for dinner last night. What did you have for dinner? A me. steak. A steak? Just steak? A Sa- side of steak? Ask me what I had with it. What? what did Nothing. You have? Just a steak? Mountain Dew. Steak and a... Oh, steak on a plate yep steak on a plate with steaks a knife. on this mother effing plate <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> steaks on this movie that'd be a great movie mm-hmm. uh
0: yeah i had a steak steaks on a plate and a mountain dew but if my wife was here she would have saying
1: y'all need to have uh, some vegetable lost stars some eh. pasta maybe some corn Once she comes back she- you know you can start off yeah. in that again, and uh, and today
0: I am making my uh, my famous uh, white chicken chili. I remember you telling me about it. It's so good. I'm sorry chili. I didn't have it ready by the time no, no, you no. made it That's to okay. the. Uh, tell me if
1: it counts now. <laughs> uh, it's the season for chili, so I'm sure you'll be making it again. Yes.
0: Don't you? Aren't you doing a uh, a chili cook off thing? I have to
1: see if they're doing it uh, this year. I don't remember. Because you did month. it
0: last time, and you forgot to tell us, and all of our listener. Yeah, I was kind it. of
1: freaking yeah. out about it. I was. uh... I, I, Why you're a good cook? Well. Because it was my, my first time going out in public doing anything at all since the lockdown. So I was sort of like mentally in a weird spot. And I
0: hate to break it to you.
1: You're always mentally
0: in a weird that's, spot.
1: That's true. You're not even joking. It's your weirdness. I am very Your, your weirdness is on a spectrum. Uh, that's one way to put it. Absolutely. Um, so I was just really neurotic. Extra More so than usual. I was just about to to jump on that too. I I just I didn't want anyone to like I didn't want to bring that on anybody, so I just thought let me see how this goes and if I like and and I was a wreck. But once it was over I'm like, okay, here's what I would do differently and not panic about. Then I would be promoting it. You know what you need to do? You need to bring your partner Smith with you. I know you would be there to eat. Dude, I would be there. You could have sampled everything. I would be there to eat. I'd
0: be over there I would be over there hawking your chili like the guy in the movie
1: um, A Knight's Tale. I know, maybe we could somehow get you to. Because I thought, you know, they really need a good MC I would for be this. standing off to the side. I'm going to get away from the microphone
0: to do this, because it has to be loud. Mm-hmm. Attention, Domin Unheron. <laughs> Maketh thy way to Solio's Chili. Wow. It is the best of the land. <laughs> Try a sample, you take home a gallon. That's, It'll basically be something like
1: that. That's so noble. That, see, that would draw people in, because they love brits it's very they're very soothing yeah we'll have to
0: we'll, ha- yeah. we'll have to give you uh, some names Sir, Sir, ulrich of lichtenstein
1: right with some sort of hand twirl i yeah that would be wonderful nobody to sell nobody better to sell chili uh so if i do it i'll if even I spill chili hungry. right
0: down the front of my shirt make it look like i just couldn't get enough that's right. the kind of shit just i would stains do for everywhere you. that's the shit i would do for you axe me about the wedding I did last weekend. How did the wedding go? You did one. I got to be brutally honest with you. I got nothing but love and respect for this particular bride and groom. How rare is that for me to say? I was not expecting you to start this story like that, but that's a good thing. Yes. I, I will I will tell you that, um, and I and I have no problem saying this because I said it to the bride. Right. I'm very picky about the weddings I DJ now. I've DJed over 2,000 of them. I could retire now and never do another one. I'd be fine. But most, and I say most, most brides and grooms nowadays, if they're younger, pick music that is just, in the words of Charles Barkley, terrible. And you're nodding your head because, you know, you, you mm-hmm. live in the same world I live in now and do the same type of job. Sure. They pick horrible music. It The music is just, <clears throat> it's, it's all this new stuff that nobody, it's all the same repetitive like that babble rap mm-hmm. crap i have and had the, weddings like so that and by the way if you if you ask um uh, alexa because she's over there she'll say something if i say her name if you ask her what channels i listen to when nobody's around mm-hmm. i listen to the 80s hip-hop channel or the 90s hip-hop channel yeah i love that kind of rap hip-hop music yeah. the new stuff
1: not so much it was much more for lack of a better term it was more wholesome actually than the hip-hop of the 80s you interesting
0: know? but you can actually dance to it
1: yeah it's, so yeah this, no, I this,
0: this, this bride and groom, I, I reached out to him and I said, I see where you're requesting me to do your wedding. And I, I very candidly said, I'm really not your guy. Oh, well, we really want you because you did so-and-so's wedding six years ago. And I said, well, that's great. And I remember them and it was a great time. But your music is just not the type of music that I am, number one, that familiar with or number two, that I believe in that I think is going to get people up and dancing. Mm-hmm and she didn't get upset. I didn't want her to, but I was you're surprised. just trying to explain, you know. I was surprised that they didn't because I've had this conversation with about 20 brides yeah. in the last couple of years. Okay. So she says, "Well, what if we go in and we change a little bit of the music and we put a little and I said because your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles and some people who aren't in your age group may not respond to this music right. that's my only concern Th- that's what i always say i said i'm not here to change your mind on your music i'm right. here to change your mind of the dj
1: right you want to personalize it but you have a responsibility to the party itself
0: so so about three days later she called me and she goes well go on and take a look at the music tell me what you think now i took a look at the music they changed 90 percent of it to great music nice Good music. Well,
1: they listened to what you were saying, and
0: and examples like this. This is how we do it. Oh, that's great. It takes two by Rob Bass. Yeah. Groove is in the heart.
1: All heavy hitters.
0: A return of the Mac, Mark Morrison. Yeah. I mean, these were great songs.
1: Nineties staples.
0: So I thought, you know what? No problem. I'll I'll do it. So uh, 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 my partner and I went out to do it because I've got the bad leg. Now, on their list were two songs. Number one. I knew one would not work, and number two, I hate with a passion. But it was on their must playlist. Okay. so I—the dance floor was packed. People were having fun. I thought, okay, here's a song from their playlist that is going to just empty the dance floor okay. like a tear gas canister. I'm going to play it now because I've played four fast songs in a row. So you kind of want to this one—it'll, it'll—I'll I'll use yeah. a slow instead song. of a slow dance. Yeah. It's like
1: a slow break.
0: So I threw on this song I'm actually gonna
1: yeah no I'm cu- I was curious I didn't know if we were gonna be uh play a little bit be able to to find out the the song so this was the one that was on
2: no oh.
1: oh. Oh. good place to play this song the song the
2: wedding
1: The only time that song works is when it's a like the whole bridal party has an inside joke about that.
0: I'm going to tell you, when I played that song, the dance floor went from 50 people to freaking 75. (laughs) People parachuted into the parking (laughs) lot. So it was like a
1: a thing with all of them.
0: I I just stood there with my mouth agape going. I looked at my partner. I'm like, I know. This is working now. From a DJ standpoint, we're not mad at that.
1: No, no, just confused.
0: But I was like perplexed because the song didn't work when it was new. Right, it certainly didn't work ten years ago. So it took the party from the dancing to oh my gosh, next level. And I thought, oh my god, really? Y- you're
1: kidding it me. It must have been like an inside joke or or like a a like something they were all in on when it was out. They and it became were like screaming. A yeah.
0: Screaming that song at at the top of their lungs. Because you're right,
1: it's never a song I would ever play at a wedding unless they specifically said. So oh, then we, I so then I this. thought, okay,
0: they like that song. I'm gonna follow it up with this one. And I hate this song with a passion. Oh. Come on, Eileen. With the answer to that one too. Dude, it took that party from next level to thermonuclear. Wow. I've got video. I took a 10-second video clip of these people. Now, imagine I'm going to be by 500 Miles is playing. Come on, Eileen is playing. They're they're screaming that. Sure. Singing along. And they're they're just going crazy. Something popped into my head, and I thought, oh, what was that other song from the mid-'90s, early to mid-'90s? It was a a really, really weird group group. Um, it had a really weird name. The song had a really weird name, but it was like perfect along the lines mm-hmm. of...
1: And you're trying to think while well, the music's And playing. then I,
0: it, it dawned on me with like 15 seconds mm-hmm. to go and come on Eileen.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. If they like those too. The crowd went...
0: And I'm telling you right now, this song took it to Super Bowl halftime I believe
1: show. it. That's a great choice
0: and, and, and it just popped into my head
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you're linking them now they've been going for like six songs now okay I transitioned from that into something I call the karaoke dance mix where it starts with Journey Don't Stop Believing mm-hmm. blends into You Give Love a Bad Name Oh' we're halfway there. Living on a prayer. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, living on a prayer. And then it goes into Def Leppard, pour some sugar on me. So it's like just the best parts of those songs mixed. I call it the karaoke dance mix. Mm-hmm. They're going crazy to that. Now, by this time, at least a half a dozen people, at least a half a dozen people had run up to us while the dance floor was packed with people, screaming to these songs. The, the, these people kept requesting... Probably the third most hated song of the 80s for me. Safety Dance is number one. Mm-hmm. Come on, Eileen is, is
1: number two. I'm trying to think if I know number and three.
0: this song is my third least favorite okay. or most hated
1: so of course song the, of, course of, of, of the it. 80s. Oh, my God. This corporate rock garbage. Dude,
0: I am telling you, when that came on, imagine 80 city. people. Screaming this! I at do the because top of, of what you lungs. told me
1: before. It's amazing how you just, even though it's when like, And they started
0: dancing, and they knew every word
1: to that song. Now, was that a uh, huncher? Was yeah. that on their list? That was that was one that was the
0: the the first two songs were on their list. thumping was my suggestion. Right. The karaoke dance mix with Journey and Bon Jovi—that was Lever, yours, mine—and then I threw this on, thinking, okay, this is going to bomb too.
1: Okay. And it just were you trying to so you were trying to clear the floor. I
0: have never. And I rarely try to use that word, but I have never yeah. had a crowd <gasps> respond like this. That's weird. And but it's uh, fun. Groom tipped uh, my partner 100 bucks cash and me 100 bucks cash of awesome. what we did, which was fantastic. But it, it it humbled me a little bit. Taught me a little bit about if you really I'm not going to take credit for it. I don't want it. I don't want to seem like that. But I will take credit for the fact that I kind of pushed the bride Le- to think.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Please think of your guests. Please.
1: And they did though. Yeah. That's they the thing did. is they listen. Some some of them, yeah, 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 and they don't listen. Others would be offended. I think you must have gotten it across in a way where they realized you were just looking out for the event.
0: And when I said to them, I said, "I'm not asking you to change your music. I'm asking you right. to change your DJ." <laughs> that seemed to get through to her.
1: Right. And... Right. You're not insulting their taste. It's just, this isn't the kind of music I can really comfortably play at a wedding because it's not appropriate and it's not my thing. And I don't see how Grandma is ever going to like that, you know? Right. And I will and tell they, you... And they got it. They got it. I will tell you that point.
0: I've... Uh, there, there have been some weird things that have happened in weddings over the years. I had a father of the bride make a toast. And, um... Let's see if you believe me. Is this bullshit that a father used the word abortion in a toast?
1: Um, I, I you know, believable I'm, or not? believable? I've done enough weddings to know it's absolutely believable because there's a lot of variables. There. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone's stable. Not everyone's sober.
0: Yeah. This. Well, this guy was sober and stable. Um,
1: he, the, he, <laughs> so what's his excuse? Damn it! His. his he, they're they're from the
0: Philippines. Oh. Now. And this is I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Filipino accent a little bit for no other reason other than to show just the, the the effect. Okay. He goes, uh, uh, everybody. I am uh, Micah, father of the bride, and I'm very happy to have everybody here today. Um, I, I you know I have a lovely family, my wife and my uh, my my four boys, and of course you know my daughter. Uh, when uh, when wife became pregnant with uh, Mia uh, you know, first thing, we think we go have abortion because we can't afford, you know, another child. Oh, my God. So we are, we are on the way to... Uh, just casually throws yeah, it
2: in. Yeah,
1: and, and I'm looking at the audience, and nobody's
0: even <laughs> reacting. Right? right,
1: just normal talk. And he's
0: like, oh, so we, uh, we get in a car. We are on our way to Main City to get abortion. And we stop... <laughs> he says it again. We stop to get uh, something to eat, a pizza, and we talk, and we decide... While we're having dinner, does not have abortion. So then, me are born eight months later. You know,
1: three times.
0: And I'm sitting there going, "Wow, nobody's gonna believe me." It might, now, maybe it's a cultural thing. I still have the name of the DJ who worked with me, okay. Ronnie. I could get him on the phone. He could verify That's this story nuts. to be true. I believe it. So I say I say that to say this at this wedding this past weekend. There were six toasts. Yikes! Yes. Took thirty-five minutes. Oh,
1: I hate those
0: almost killed the vibe of the party it can but during this toast um diarrhea was brought up oh very nice vomiting was brought up and a busted hemorrhoid was
1: was brought up a, a family that appreciates the the visual uh, visceral humor if yeah. you will so
0: so th- this one guy was making a toast and he kind of looked over me as well i don't know if i should even say this i said dude
1: I think we're good. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're we're past the finish line. Keep running, uh-huh. and the crowd. You got running.
1: the baton now, bro. It was
0: it was a great wedding and uh, taught me an awful lot about, um, you know, that you really yeah. got you got to give your bride and groom a chance, but you got to kind of yeah. sometimes you have to push them a little bit. Hey, well,
1: they listen to you, and then you listen to them because you played songs that you doubted, but you wanted to make them happy, and it wound up working. So I think you realized, well, you ran with it anyway, yeah. so that was the, you made the adjustment because you're just, again, I always try to just link things that are working in my mind and and you know when, you know, when you want to slower and upper that.
0: If it was going to be a, a crappy wedding with crappy music, I just want to put you in it.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got a couple of those. You remind me a little bit of uh, of uh, one of my DJs who worked for me back in the 90s. Well, you know, I'm Terry. Mm-hmm. Terry oh, yeah, in the 90s. Her. And uh, he's one of the people who invented milk on a God bless you, Terry. Um, he was our guy. That if you had, <laughs> we always used to joke about it. Okay, we've got a blind, deaf midget, Jehovah's Witness, interracial wedding this weekend. <laughs> Terry, I think I've done one of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, did a it, Jewish lesbian wedding. The weirdest, the weirdest conglomeration of people. Mm-hmm. Terry would just fit in. Terry was like the the, the host of the yeah, jury, Terry can get the, along the with Jerry him. the Jerry Springer show. Yeah. Kind of Terry Terry <laughs> right. Terry. Oh yeah. my gosh.
1: That's uh that's that's Terry for you.
0: Hard to believe we have uh we're gonna be wrapping up season uh seven. We got some uh, neat fun ideas uh planned for next year. Yes. Um we're gonna be doing a little bit more viewer mail instead of doing it once a season, we might do it every episode or every couple episodes to kind of uh give people a chance to be heard instead of uh but doing it once once a season. And, um, of course, we'll have uh, Florida Man until we either get out of jail <laughs> or run out of cards. One way or the other. One way or the other. <laughs> um, our musical segment next year, we're toying with a couple ideas. I think the one we're leaning towards is um, the the, uh, the year, this year in music, 19 or 2000, mm. whatever. We're going to pick a particular year in music and focus on the
1: music that made that year popular what were some of the biggest hits who were the biggest artists what was the trend all of those things might yeah. come up i think yeah. i think and we
0: that. can certainly find 13 years during the rock and roll era where we can uh, uh expound just a little bit on that
1: i would say there's been a few interesting years in the music industry we'll, we'll dig a little bit
0: but we'll be uh, we'll be taking the uh, the month off we won't be coming back until uh probably uh maybe maybe the week before thanksgiving uh, right after the uh, midterm elections. Uh, speaking of midterm elections, how you feeling? <sighs>
1: nervous. Yeah, a little nervous. I just, uh, I, I, I don't know that I'll not be nervous until the midterms are over and I see which way our country leans, because that's kind of as important, if not more so, than the presidential. I, I mean, as, as important, but I'm just a little worried about the rise in fascism across the globe. Even Italy just elected a far right guy. And it's just
0: actually it was a far right woman,
1: a woman right? Yeah, sorry, sorry, I, yeah. Even... What
0: could be worse than a far right guy?
1: Far right woman. Forget it. Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah. except in Italian. I know, man. I, I just I, I worry about why everyone's so angry, and when that happens, sometimes they turn it over to fascists. We know how that ends. Italy made that mistake before. What the hell are they doing? You know, we never learn. We never learn. Cyclicals. Cyclical. Everything,
0: everything is everything so, is cyclical. Yeah,
1: I just want peace. I just want people to be happy, and, and I'm worried. I'm
0: going to tell you right now. I heard a I heard a comedian on a radio radio show the other morning say something, and he said he goes, I don't really don't talk like talk about politics, but I will say this: if you added an H to Charlie Chris's name and he was Jesus Christ reincarnate, he was, Desantis would beat his ass. And it amazes me. Um, my uh, my brother was here all last week that's why we had to postpone the podcast for a week my brother was here all last week that was fun um he was informing me of of a bunch of things i don't know if you know this paul oh boy electric cars do you know there's not an electric car made anywhere in the world that'll get you more than 157 miles on one charge did did you know that paul i i didn't know that you did not you in the words of johnny carson you did not i did not did not know that well, um, according to my brother, they have done studies on them. Ah. And I said, okay, who are they? Well, you know the people that do studies on stuff mm-hmm. like that. I said, no. Who? Because I said, I, I happen to know people who own electric cars. And they get more than 157 miles out of right. one charge. <clears throat> well, you know, the, the, and uh, the, it's just the government tries it. Hold on. I said, no, I'll admit, Obama made a mistake in '09. When they bailed out the auto industry, it was the right thing to do, but they still went about it in the wrong way. They should have gone to GM, Chrysler, and Ford and said, here's all this money. Retool, and you need to be to 10% electric cars by the end of next year, 25% by the end of the next year, and 35% by the end of the next year. Start retooling then. Yeah. We right now would be 12 years ahead in electric car technology you're nodding your head because you know that's right
1: oh, of course yeah
0: agree or disagree about whether you like electrical cars or not we would be 12 years ahead and i said now what's happened to technology in the last 12 years Matt, Brad, that that's how i said it yeah,
1: it's, it's blown up
0: i said right now i said well, i bought my first hard drive for my first home computer and it was 278 megabytes and it was almost
1: $1,000. I remember those days. I looked days. at my
0: brother and I said, I can now get a 4-terabyte SD card. It's the size of a postage stamp. So tell me that technology won't improve with electric car use. Well, you can't find any places to charge them except at home. I, I said, that. well, again, that's, that's half right.
1: There's a transitional period, though, right. that has to occur.
0: I said, I can tell you right now, if you go to malls, there's electric car charging stations. Mm-hmm. And... You I, will start I, to see them. I said you didn't, and I, I actually know where there's a bunch even up here in this area, but it's not that prevalent. Mm-hmm. So, but he just it, it, his his favorite go to are they, right? And they say
1: that tells me his sources are just you know he's willing. That's what worries me is how the internet's become like a propaganda paradise for for people who have a real agenda, and they weaponize it, and they and it feels like. Attacking things, breaking them down, making people doubt things is a lot easier than making people feel comfortable and confident about where things are going. So that's why I feel like the evil people are winning right now because they just shit on everything, confuse everybody, make make up shit. They just lie, outright lie. And last, last,
0: week, last week we played this. I've now made it part of our our show. This will be at the opening or the close or, God forbid, maybe both of every <laughs> podcast going forward because I think it, uh, it's pretty clear. Here on the LSD podcast, we just want to make you think, and we personally believe in the following statement made by author Neil deGrasse Tyson. We sow hatred of others, fueled by what we think is true, or what we want to be true, without regard to what is true. We've all lost sight of what distinguishes facts from opinions, we lob grenades at one another when we could be sharing beers at pubs. We at the LSD Podcast believe in this, and though we try to keep you entertained, we do respect your beliefs. Thanks for listening.
1: It's funny because that, that I love that part about we lob <laughs> grenades instead yeah. of sharing beers because I, I feel like people want that vibe and that it's there, but there's a lot of... People that are trying to make us not get along while they loot the coffers, so to speak, you know, and and just. The
0: the stuff that gets me is that the stuff that they think is true, the stuff they want to be true versus what is true. Right. And and that's where we, when we get to a point where there's multiple facts. Yeah. That's where we. Right. Fact and. No progress will be made.
1: Facts are not up for debate when they're laid out there. And that's the problem is. They've muddied the waters on purpose, knowing that sowing down. It's you know, it's the Russian playbook. It's the fascist playbook, and they yeah. they've been running that for a long time. And it's just charged up even more now because they're worried about losing. Well, it.
0: I talked about it last week. You know, you, how can you love America when you hate half the people in it? Yeah, and I don't I don't want to hate these people. I really don't yeah. want to. I,
1: individually, I I like most people that I meet. It's it's groups of like minded, hive minded. People who have like a belief about others, or a, a just a closed minded um, or or a unfact-checked.
0: And life. I can I I had to I had to tell my brother. I said uh, if if I was walking down a uh, let's say a convention center hallway and there was a room full of gay people, a room full of black people, and a room full of rednecks, which one would I feel most more safe in? Well, I could cross redneck off the list immediately. Me too. Um, I have no issues with black people, black culture. I don't think they have any issues with me and gay people are some of the nicest people you're ever going to come in contact with. Um, I would be more, which one would be more inclined to rape me? The redneck group, mm-hmm. not the gay group. That's what, that's a stereotypical thing that people don't. More inclined know to that, rape you, to judge
1: yeah. you, to, to, yeah. to grab your nuts when they drink too much beer. They do all that shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I saw the, the, the show Ozark.
1: Yeah, that's the kind of people I, I just like to avoid.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it was it was an interesting week. My brother came down and helped out with an awful lot of the stuff because I've got a bad leg, and he helped finish some stuff over at my daughter's house, and he helped finish some stuff for my friend Ben's place and stuff. So, it was it was good having him down. Him and his uh, wonderful wife Connie, who I just adore. But you know, when, when he starts going down, the they did a study, <sighs> yeah, and they I said, well, I just checked here, and I said Tesla, just the Tesla. Like an S series or C series, four hundred and seventy miles
1: on a charge. That's not one hundred and fifty. Right. This is obviously oil companies that are you know paying for misinformation campaigns. Yeah. they, they have a vested interest like, in he was not He like, "Can you switching. afford
0: one of those?" I said, "No," but I also can't afford a hundred and eight thousand dollar diesel Chevy truck, and they're selling those like hotcakes. Right. I said. People like you complain you go out and buy a brand new truck that gets about 12 miles to the gallon. When gas gets over $4 a gallon, you're upset about it. Yeah. And then you also complain that you have to drive six and a half blocks from your house to get a $9 cup of coffee. Right. What would that coffee cost if it was a gallon? A lot more than $4 a gallon would be somewhere in the neighborhood of $56 for a gallon of
1: coffee from right. Starbucks.
0: Let's get our perspectives
1: straight right. here. Yeah. Learn how to budget for one. You know it's basic math and that's crazy so that's why i don't really like that people are spouting out science they think they read if they can't even function basic in a basic way you know it's it's what just they don't see the the hypocrisy i guess
2: hey gang do you know what time it is it's time for the florida man game show brought to you by game show party right here in the tampa bay area Florida is famous for its crazy Florida man headlines with all the crazy stuff done only by a Floridian well in this game both of our hosts are sentenced to 21 days in the county jail each of them will be read three real headlines from the newspaper or the nightly news and they must choose which one is fake the reader will do their best to convince them of which one they should choose (laughs) and they must either agree or disagree like Hollywood Square style if they answer right, they get one day off of their sentence. If they're wrong, they get one day added to their sentence. Let's see who gets out of jail first. Now, let's see what crazy stuff Florida Man has done already.
0: Oh, according to my card, Florida Man has done some crazy shit, Paul. It's, uh,
2: whether it's real or fake, there's always some
1: crazy. All
0: right, who's going first? Me or
1: you? Uh, if uh, if you want to if you want to go first this or if, if you want me to read first this week, I feel like you always get stuck reading first. You go first. Here we go. One of these is fake. It's number two. No, I'm just kidding. Florida Man's homemade bomb goes flying into neighbor's backyard. Florida woman arrested for pouring boiling soup on sleeping boyfriend's head. Very specific. Which head? (laughs) Does not specify. Florida Man claims he was raised by Bigfoot. Of course. I'll read those again. One of these is fake. Florida (laughs) (laughs) Man's... Believe it or not, only one of these... Florida man's homemade bomb goes flying into neighbor's backyard. (laughs) Whoops. Florida woman arrested for pouring... Were they playing cornhole at the time? That would be my guess. Okay. Homemade bomb. With the quotes. Florida woman arrested for pouring boiling soup on sleeping boyfriend's head. That's two. Or Florida man claims he was raised by Bigfoot. Three (sighs) ridiculous... Ridiculous things But one of them is Actually So ridiculous And
0: this This God they're all So completely Plausible Because it depends
1: On the mental state
0: Sometimes you read Three of them And I go None of these Could be real Mm -hmm. And this is a week Where I go Any one of these Could be real Yep As far as Making bombs um, I read Recently on the internet So You know it's true You know it's true um, that the amount of bomb-making materials sold at hardware stores and stuff like fertilizers so you, mm-hmm. has is up, if you're ready for this, like 600%. Oh, great. So somebody's making bombs. Yeah, people are and, reading a lot
1: of bomb-making on the Internet.
0: And when it comes to Florida, we're a ripe mm. patch for that,
1: mm-hmm. I'm thinking.
0: So I'm thinking the bomb one is real. Okay. And what, and I mean, you know, maybe, you know, Billy sat on the teeter-totter and the bomb flew over the neighbor's yard, whatever. Okay. Also could be a small chain link fence. Who knows? Maybe somebody's lost. Li- so I'm going to go with that one as being legit. Okay. So I'm between pouring soup over somebody's head mm-hmm. or Bigfoot. I have met people who I believe have been r- raised by Bigfoot in <laughs> Florida. So I'm going to go with the soup over the head. It is
1: actually C. Snapping Stitch by Bigfoot. This the second one was extremely specific, and that sometimes is a red flag for me. Pouring boiling soup on boyfriend's head. Um apparently this happens. Right now you're just rubbing it in. I
0: lost and you you cost me an extra day in jail. You prick. We're still in the teens here. This is this is a pattern I've noticed. Well, maybe being in the teens is what got us in jail in the first place. Hey. But anyway, hiyo, hiyo. All right, here we go. I'm going to see if I can fuck you over. Here we go. A Florida man <laughs> finds a grenade while fishing, hmm. brings it to a local Taco Bell when he eats dinner.
1: More explosives. What a surprise.
0: B. A Florida man attempts to board a plane using a fake celebrity identity. Or C, Florida man walks out of a store with twelve boxes of golf balls hidden in his
1: pants. Wow, that's that's tough.
0: That's like a day at Dick's Sporting
1: Goods. Okay, yeah, uh, right. Dicks. Probably, we've got balls. Actually, All right, right so a ball. Florida man
0: finds a grenade while fishing. Okay, brings it to Taco Bell when he eats dinner. B, Florida man attempts to board a plane with a fake celebrity. Identity. All right. Or C, a Florida man walks out of a store with 12, that's a dozen, ladies and gentlemen, boxes of golf balls in his pants. Okay. Now, I, that's not 12 golf balls. Right. Boxes. 12 boxes. Minimum boxes three. Little tricky.
1: Right. Could be that's, a box of six. Yeah.
0: This but, guy could be walking out with 72 balls right. in his Right. I figure if he's
1: fitting 12, I was thinking the three. You still have to be pretty good, and that's still a very specific number. <coughs> Uh, which can be one of two things but so that's plausible uh, but it could be a red herring. The um, let's see the, the first one finds a grenade he, finds a grenade while he's fishing the other guy identity. attempts to board a plane with a celebrity identity um, or walks out of a store with 12 boxes of golf balls in yeah. his drawers. I think you know people do fish in Florida. It's unlikely but possible that you could find a hand grenade and the type of guy that would bring a hand grenade to a Taco Bell would be going there. Cause he didn't catch any fish. Cause you don't know what the hell he's doing. <clears throat> so, um, Taco Bell, the good meat. If you know, if, if you dress as a celebrity, not that that's not plausible, but I find it odd that they're not saying who, who specifically. So that is a little bit of, to me, maybe, uh, that's why I'm going to pick that as the fake one, because I think it's too generic. I think the celebrity one is fake.
0: <laughs> fuck you, Paul. <balls.
1: laughs> no, really, fuck you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Fuck you both ways. I told you if I get out first, I'll send you a Shiv, or keys, or something. I'll pay the guard. With what? Golf balls yes, that you stole out of I, a I store? St- I have twelve packs of golf balls in my underpants. I don't, I don't know, know how I fit. <laughs> That's how we got my wife. Is that twelve packs so, of golf balls in your shorts? Yes. Or you're just happy to right. See me? It's very it rolls right off the tongue.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> that, is right. a, that is insane. All right, we're going to be back with uh, segment two right after this uh, brief musical interlude. Today's hall of shame is our final one that we we will ever do.
1: Uh, I've I've enjoyed this segment this particular season. It's, it's been eye opening, to be honest. I, I, there were so many that I just assumed were in, and vice versa. And we're going to continue that, I think, today. There we go. All right, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Solio from the Lighter Side of Dark, and I want to talk about my favorite bakery in the whole world, Cuppy Cakes. If you live in the greater Tampa Bay area and you have a special event coming up, uh, a wedding, birthday, getting off probation, I want you to give them a call, go to their website, check out their work. It is impeccable. They've been around since 2011, and they make the most incredible custom cakes you'll ever see www.ourcupycakes.com or you can find them on Pinterest, Instagram, or Facebook. Check them out today. I promise you won't be disappointed. Cupycakes. Where life is sweet looking for something unique for your next event try game
0: show party where we bring all of the classic game shows that we've all been seeing our entire lives shows like family feud the really Wed game match game pyramid wheel of fortune fun style jeopardy and many many more game show party brings the full size tv style game show to your next event great for fundraisers or parties so for more information, check out GameshowParty.com or call 727-531-8880 and book your new game show event today.
2: Welcome back. And now to the second segment of the show, where our hosts feature their vast musical knowledge.
0: All right. Our vast musical knowledge, yes. according to Mr. Dave Anthony, will be exposed, exposed. during this nice. segment. Yeah, so a reward a day for sure. You did uh, <laughs> you did one last week that I thought was impressive. I figured I'd... Uh, you got a trade-off there every yeah, once in a while. Exactly, Visceral. You used visceral mm. in a mm-hmm. sentence last year, last week. <laughs> I find I'm using it a lot lately. I don't know what that means, but... Well, it's uh, this segment's been fun this this uh, particular season. A lot of people have taken uh, umbrage, one person, yeah. Jesse, about the Foo Fighters. Everybody sure. else kind of agreed with us. But uh, no. As uh, Cleveland Brown would say on, on uh, Family Guy, no. no. No Foo Fighters in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Shame. And now, it's time for... Hall of
2: Shame. Or Hall of Shame.
0: This week, Paul, um, when I say this name, you're going to go, wow.
1: Just rattle off hit after hit, right? Yeah. I'm Laura Nero. Oh, right. She wrote,
0: uh... uh she performed, uh... uh well, she did, she did that... No, that was somebody else. Oh, but what...
1: No, that wasn't uh, her it either. It was the... B- Oh, but she, the, it was a massive hit when <sighs> So if you if you don't know who Laura Nero is, you're probably a lot. Mr. And Mrs. Nero's daughter. That's that's about that's about it. We didn't know either. Um, come to find out, Laura Nero was again more of a songwriter. Yay. Yay. Which is great. Put in the songwriter's, songwriters hall, of of hall of fame. Yeah. Right? I think there should be that very this this very specifically fits that category. The whole thing that, that she was good at is she wrote some hit songs that other artists took. Fifth Dimension, um, uh, Barbara Streisand, um, Three Dog Night. Elton John idolized her, apparently. Good for him. I know. So this was, this woman had an influence.
0: She wrote this song. The song is called... Wedding Bell Blues, or I Want to Marry You, Bill. I played at a wedding where a bride was marrying a guy named Bill. That's was what was playing when she was walking down the aisle. It's cute. Is it Hall of Fame? That's that's. Is one. it
1: Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Paul? And the interesting thing is, she was already inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame two years prior. Then we're done. That's then we're done. Right. Congratulations. So Nero, good for you. It's it feels like it's another case of well, other people kind of got popular from the stuff you wrote, so we'll just throw you a bone. And that's other other
0: people liked her a
1: lot. Yeah,
0: let's put her in the liked her
1: a lot Hall of Fame. If anything, I think it shows that writing songs, performing songs, and the people who can do both—it's all separate skills. Some people are great, maybe even better songwriters. And apparently, she didn't even write this. She performed this.
2: Carol King and Jeffrey and Coffin often just wrote this. Too
1: much
0: for me I have no, say, I have no record oh, of this woman performing anything that got anywhere I near her, the top. This was her best-selling single,
1: and she did and not write this. So the irony is is right into strong. Now we're kicking her out for Carol sure. King, another great songwriter. Uh, Jeffrey Goffin. Jerry Coffin, sorry.
0: Time, song. Loving you so. oh,
2: I was too blind to see you letting me go
0: You're listening to NYro Nero Laura Nero music all the music all, all the, time. the time It's these three songs in repetitive loop for the next 24 hours. Thanks for joining <laughs> us it's 63 yeah. degrees outside the winds are out of the north northeast at 6. And we're expecting thunderstorms late this evening, so we'll make sure to bring the dog in.
1: It, it is amazing to me that there was. And, were you, so and many by the way, for our listeners, you're not amazed very easily. No, I'm not. I am skeptical and just not impressed. But you, this is impressive. You were amazed. <laughs> Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Peter, Paul, and Mary, a, a, a whole bunch of different groups. By the way, groups. Peter, Paul, and Mary,
0: mm. why didn't they call themselves Tom, Dick, and Harry? That would have been funnier. Yeah, they just... I don't know. Maybe they were trying to appeal and to every effect. old, every old Peter, Paul, and Mary just get mm-hmm. to do it. So, so that would have be been a lot more fun. Please welcome yeah. Tom, Dick, and
1: Harry. They didn't. They, maybe, maybe it came up in the meeting, and they said. So she
0: wrote a lot of great songs.
1: Yay! Yeah. Yes, and and she was rewarded for it in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. So it's it's interesting that two years later she was also put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Which, if anything, just you know. Not everybody she wrote for was rock and roll. You know, strikes it. So it doesn't fit in any way. I know we've already sort of said rock and roll doesn't mean anything anymore because you got NWA. We agree it should be called the, the Music, music Hall, of Hall of Fame. Now, if they if
0: they called it the Music Hall of Fame and had a separate building, like a shed built next to it, called the Songwriters Hall of Fame and put people in there, you know, songwriters and performers are, are, are
1: really and truly two different things. Definitely. And they should both be recognized because... Without the performer, you know, not every, not every performer is a songwriter. The best are, but you know, Elton John had Bertie Toppin, and, right. and, and it wouldn't be the well, same without. Well,
0: there, there there have been a lot of amazing songwriters, songwriters over the years. Uh, Irving Berlin wrote tons and tons and tons mm-hmm. of music. Right. Um, Faron and Teichler were were a group that got together and, and did a ton of music for Elvis. Uh, of all. And then obviously John, Paul McCartney and John Lennon, mm-hmm. Don Henley and Glenn Fry, Elton John and Bernie Taupin. There have been a lot of great and Carol King, you mentioned that. Yeah, Songwriter Willie Nelson wrote seventy over seventy three songs yeah. that have either he recorded or somebody else. Jackson did. Brown wrote a lot of songs. Jackson right? Brown and, is credited with writing Take It Easy with Glenn Fry, right. and the only thing he contributed to it was Standing on a Corner in Winslow Arizona. Interesting okay. okay. That's the only thing he had. So that was the one
1: thing he had there.
0: He walked down and knocked on Glenn Fry's door in North Hollywood and said, Hey, man, I saw you at the Troubadour the other night. And you're kind of a songwriter and musician, right? And Glenn's like, yeah. we got an idea for a song. Glenn's like, all right, let's fire up this joint and sit down and see what do you got? And he goes, standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. And Glenn Fry goes, all right, we can work with that. And that's
1: how Take It Easy got started. And Jackson Brown's got half the writing. Interesting. It's fun. Just, Just for sort of lighting the spark there. Yeah. But that's sometimes what it takes to get music out. He may never have come up with that, and I think he's probably aware. But right. it, it's interesting that that's sometimes all it takes. you got to be in the right place at the right time, say the right thing to the right musician, yep. and, and you can get a, a song credit. Um, Bacharach also wrote a bunch. There's a lot oh, of yeah. those guys. Yeah, a lot, lot of those. A lot of those.
0: So uh, now we if we have to go up to the uh, kick in the door at the uh, lady <clears throat> ladies room at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and mm-hmm. walk down to the stall that says Laura Nero and rip that nameplate off and reach in there and tell her to God. pull up her drawers because we're kicking her this out. So barbaric. Who are we gonna put her Shh. out? We're gonna put this group in place of her. Well, while well, she's getting kicked out in the girls' room, these guys were smoking in the boys' room. Yeah. Here are those t- girls, t- girls, t- girls, t- girls. Oh God, I love this song. Ladies and gentlemen, Motley Crue is not in the Rock and Roll all of fame.
1: It's a crime. I, uh, I do like glam rock, hair bands, all that. I have a child of the 80s and 90s.
0: There's only one thing that comes to mind with this. One thing comes mind. We're talking strip clubs, ladies and gentlemen, and those I have frequented an occasional adult entertainment establishment in my day. Now, stereotypically, they all look exactly alike. Sure. I've yeah. never been into one strip club where I go, Oh my god, this is so nice. Oh, this is clean. It's <laughs> just dark wow. and smoky. It smells and, great in here. And dank. <laughs> And uh, I got to tell you a, a quick uh, funny story about a strip club. Um, one of my friends from uh, up in Pennsylvania came down, uh, Eric, and, and where he's from, they don't allow any strip clubs when he comes out here. He oh, always well, wants to go down Del Mabry and yeah, hit a whole bunch it. of them. So we go into this strip club, on, and it's like a Tuesday. Afternoon, oh, early evening, Tuesday. Got to remember the shift times. Not exactly a peak shift, and uh, so so we go in there, and there's like five people in the whole place, and we're two of them. And uh, there was one girl on stage, and one girl working, trying to get lap dances. Now, um, describe to me f- the physical appearance of of my favorite kind of woman.
1: Uh, well, I know you like brunettes. You like uh, you know curvaceous, nice kind of uh, maybe hip. Hips and dark skin, and butt. Dark, dark hair, skin. dark eyes. Mm-hmm. You're dark. I don't care
0: what nationality. Yeah. Okay. Dark skin, dark hair, dark eyes. Halle
1: Berry, Jessica Alba, sort of in yeah, that, that caramel you know, yeah, range. Yeah, that,
0: that mocha. Mariah Carey mocha complexion. Mm-hmm. But Kim I mean, Kardashian be, oh, complexion. Okay, there we go. Right there on the cover of the magazine. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's now. I, I'm, I've, I've melded a little bit. I'm okay with um, like a Katy Perry kind of complexion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or fair. she's a bit fair skinned. Or um, the Soraya on AEW wrestling, who was Paige that movie called mm. uh, Fighting with My Family. She's got this milky white skin, dark eyes, and dark it hair. It just works, yeah. Makes her. But so we're in there, and there's two girls, and they come over to the two of us. The complete polar opposite of a woman that I want getting anywhere near me. Okay. White, skinny, bony, tattooed. Oh. What comes over and starts sitting down on my lap and sticking that bony-ass hip right into my crotchal oh, region? God. And, 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 and my buddy Eric is sitting there, and he just knows I am squirming. Right. He knows that's not your type. So then I start talking shit about this girl while she's sitting oh, on my yikes. lap Ouch. in code. Mm. I'm not doing Oof. it to be disrespectful. These girls have hard enough jobs yeah. as it is. Huh. You said hard. So she's and, – and I look over at Eric, and I go, Eric what would be a really, really, really great loan to get? And he looks at me and goes, I don't know, Rob, what? I go, zero interest. <laughs> zero interest at all. Mm-hmm. I, said, I said, you know what kind of tattoos I like? And he goes, what kind? I said, none. none. <laughs> Just the word N-U-N, none. Just none. type that on there. Just
1: t- t- they have none, tatted on their forehead. Oh,
0: my God. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> these places. But women, women have a different perception about male strip clubs. They think... Male strip clubs are like when they go to see a male dance review.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I keep trying to explain to them, no, 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 it's totally different. It's it's The music's playing loud, a guy walks up to the stage, girl leans down, he puts the dollar, five dollar bill in her G-string, mm-hmm. and she gives him a little hug, she walks away or whatever. That's okay. about it. I've seen what these women do with these male dancers. They're up there jamming their hands down the guy's pants, grabbing their dicks, and just screaming. We, these women are screaming and yelling at the top. It's like...
1: Have you been moonlighting on Thursday nights again?
0: Yeah, I'm in a group called Dales. Okay.
1: Well, uh, extra cash, right? Yeah,
0: we work. we work nursing homes.
1: Perfect. Hey, whatever pays you know, the, the bills. Grandma walks
0: up and writes me a $6 check and shoves mm-hmm. it in my pants. As long as it or clears lady grandma. hands me a roll of quarters and goes, hmm, it's not much bigger. But anyway, <laughs> my point is... It's money. Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue uh, is, is a quint mm-hmm. essential.
1: Yeah. They have uh, really... I mean, they, they sort of burned uh, brightly and, and, and had a short prime because they were maniacs. But man, what a great intros they had. Uh, really just kind of revved you up. Yep. This, of course, Dr. Feel Good, which peaked at number six in 1989. He only had two top 10 hits, but 13 songs in the top Billboard one country. So they got Despite being kind of niche and not being able to play on the, the pop stations, they still got a lot of
2: time.
0: You know you've got good rock and roll music when
1: Solio and I are sitting here. Air, air guitaring it's, at our station. It, and it's so cliche to do that now, but it, it really is. Betwi- it's just that they're just great musicians. They know really how to, to get a song kicked off. They were just great party rock and, and party rock, basically. Yeah.
0: I, I remember so. this next song I'm going to play. I remember it, but, I, but it, I went a period of like 20 years without playing it, so I kind of mm-hmm. forgot about it. And I was doing a, uh, uh, an event uh, for harley davidson mm. and they said yeah we definitely want you to open up with one of the biggest you know like motorcycle songs of all time so i got born to be wild by steppenwolf <laughs> queued up I- i'm ready to go that's a gimme and the guy walks over and he goes you got kickstart right and i'm like uh yeah all set and i quickly threw on this song because this
1: according to a lot of uh, yeah you hear that? oh, that's great yeah it sounds like it you know and it's creative. And the and the, and the
0: two doors open, and the fog machines kicked up, and in pulled oh, the 2011 little in Orlando.
1: Just, just such great pump-up music. Kickstart my heart on WLSD. He did, only it peaked to 27. It's that about hot. 16 weeks on the chart, so. That's pretty typical for non pop music. Oh, God, I love that song. So I've been playing that at uh, whenever I'm doing bars or Absolutely. stuff like Absolutely, there's a market for the. That's what I like when you can play like those gritty bars or the or the biker bars or biking ev- biker events like that. You can get away with some of this kind of music. You, you mentioned this one earlier. Yeah. Right. On the original I this. The original thin was it, it? I think so. This was, was an earlier hit for them. This is 85. 16, it at, at 16, spent 15 weeks on the, the yes, chart. Teach this is young, my young Vince Neil. Not, not the best voice, but it worked for them. Brownsville Station did it original. Brownsville Station, okay. Similar sound.
0: This is the Brownsville station. Version.
2: A more How you doing out
1: there? A little more bluesy here. You
2: ever seen have one of those days where it just seems like everybody's yeah. getting no on your no case kids from kids your kids teacher kids all the way down to your girlfriend. best girlfriend? Well, you know, I used to have them just about all the time. Mm-hmm. But I found a way to get out of it. Let me tell you about it.
1: That was yeah. rocking 72 right there. Definitely. When it kicked in, definitely. And, and I could see why they they thought this is a great song to, to cover for them. It, it kind of matched. That that intro was matched a little bit of their sound. So always influences yeah,
0: going back. Nothing, nothing wrong with doing a cover every now and then. Mm-hmm. We, uh, next, uh next season, season eight, we're going to be doing uh, to remake or not to remake. That is the question. Yes. Where yes. We're going to pick uh, pick a, a song a week and play the original, play the remake, and let
1: our listeners decide which one is worthy of... Because you might assume without going, oh, it's always the original, that's better. But, you know, there's I think there's a lot of factors that I think we'll dive into, those yeah. factors that weigh on it. Um, and it sometimes you can get to
0: the point where you're too much of a purist. Right. Where, where you're like, no, I, 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 and I, I guess you could say the same thing about me and Fletch. Ryan Reynolds, sure. I had him pictured as Fletch. Sometimes when you get John Hamm, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't wrap my head around it's it. It's
1: not what you sort of built up. So then when they, th- when they force it in there, it's a big letdown. Cause you, you, you want to, I know that you love that series so much. You want to cast it even, you know, it's like, okay, if they're going to redo it, this is the guy that I think that's the one. Okay. And then you decide on that. And then you hear rumors of it.
0: There's there's uh, there's several remakes of songs that are in at least in my opinion better than the original. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about Absolutely. that next season as well.
1: Um, Everyone needs a sort of a ballad. Yeah, this
0: was this was at the time when they got together with poison and they said, Okay, we Every rose has its part. A ballad. dungeon and Roses. You need do November rain. Okay.
1: Is this without you? Yep. So this peaked at number eight. Well, I, I, I thought this one was pretty much one of their highest charts. Yeah, it was. Uh, Seventeen weeks it spent on the chart. That's the thing. They had a lot of longevity with their songs that that did chart.
0: definitely quintessential 80s rock but yes. what is the last song they play at the encore at the end of every concert paul
1: it's gotta be yeah home sweet home first charted in october of 85 it's only spent six weeks on the chart i'm surprised at that. me too because it became one of their biggest hits. it was an anthem yeah so maybe it picked up steam just later It charted again In 91 37 Is that for you know what that's called? A resurrection chart Just like uh, Not as big as uh, Bohemian Rhapsody But similar Well the twist Charted twice oh, wait, Over a three a
2: twist.
1: Night, So yeah It spent 17 weeks on a second time Vince Neal, originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Vince Neal. Yep. I have to wonder if some of the, uh, the reason they get overlooked is that whole, you know, DUI incident where he sort of killed somebody. That might be part of the reason that they don't say why. Uh, if you're a football player, they just suspend you for eight games. That's true. Like, can he, okay, he killed somebody. Can he do it on the field? That's the first question they ask. What's his forty time?
0: So you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, I'm I'm very very disappointed in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that uh, they have somehow made a spot for Laura Nero. But there was nothing, no room in the party. Nothing against Laura Nero. That's the thing. Nothing really no. against
1: Foo Fighters. Nothing. No. Well, really Laura, against Laura, the Moon Glows, or <clears throat> or um, I think Laura belongs in the uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame, where she is. Great stuff. But. Wasn't really a singer. Don't you shouldn't you be a performer to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Can, can, I can you imagine you if
0: somebody said, "Hey, man, I got
1: tickets to a concert this weekend. You want to go?" And I
0: said, "And you go? Who is it?" I go, "Laura Nero." Well, you would go, "No, dude, I got a tongue scraping."
1: Well, it's not Laura Nero. It's a cover band.
0: I got a, I got a, I got a tongue scraping. I'm sure. I got to rearrange my sock drawer. Anything. What if I? But if I said to you, "Hey, Paul, I got tickets to see Motley Crue this weekend." That's a no-brainer.
1: Not everybody can perform. Not everyone can put on a show. Motley Crue, if anything, was really just drums, lead guitar, and a show. Vince yeah. Neil was just the right guy to to promote. You know, his voice was horrible, but it worked for them. Yeah. And it's the performance that I think. Van the-
0: Halen's flamboyant David Lee Roth put him on the map. He was great. Some of their best music was with Sammy Hagar.
1: Yeah. They, they, I mean, I, I, I like them with both, but really, and it shows versatility that they were able to continue success. I think we talked about bands. Well, that actually, had our, it was our
0: first Mount Rushmore episode one, season one. Yeah. Bands that still had success after changing lead singers. And it's rare. How can you forget that, Paul? Right. It was wow. season one, episode one. It was our virgin. We oh. popped our cherry with that Mount Rushmore. And you're over there going, yeah, oh, I
1: think I remember something about something that. Something about that in the last two years. I don't know. Land for breakfast. So. Yeah.
0: So good old Laura Nero has been uh, removed. We Sorry. called security. Security, please have this woman removed. Up your pants. Uh, we're, and we're gonna please make some room for these uh, <laughs> four older, overweight guys who are balding yeah. who are still dying their hair. Motley Crew.
1: Yeah. He can't sing gentleman. anymore, but that's all right. He did his part earlier.
0: I think my <laughs> mom uh, received uh, did not receive the credit because she uh, she named a lot of groups and she also. Name and originated a lot of song titles that she never got credit for.
1: Oh, really? How so?
0: My mom told me, literally in 1977, to stop hanging out with that group of guys. They were a real motley crew.
1: No. They, they overheard it. and like guys. She spelled it the
0: right way, mm-hmm. but they, she used the term, they were a real motley crew.
1: And then they misspelled it so they, they didn't have to pay right Also, my his. mother
0: uh, in, wrote the song, she smacked me in my hand when I was five and pointed at me and said, you can't touch this.
1: And then, lo and behold, within, you know, within 15 years. In 1978, she wrote
0: the song, she opened the back door and screamed at the top of her lungs, Mm -hmm. Who Let the
1: Dogs Out? I can't believe that. You know, I know plagiarism is rampant. but I'm I'm telling you right now. It's unfair. My mom, Betty Jo. Where is her writing credit? Thank you. She should be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. If Jackson Brown. Every
0: bit as much as Laura Nero.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Jackson Brown gets credit for standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. You can't touch this. I mean, who doesn't know that? Yeah. She also smacked me right in the mouth one time when I started crying. She, Who's crying now? hmm
0: See? Then, see
1: what I'm saying? And then was it was Journey or Steve Perry. Both of oh, them. Whatever. Yeah. Point is, she should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm just
0: Songwriters Hall of Fame at the very least. <laughs> Mama Smith should be in the rock. The Outhouse Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. where they write just a few things on there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the truth. Wow. Wow. And we have kicked a lot of people out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think justifiably so. And we've put we some tried. in there, by God, that needed to be in there. Meatloaf think so. Meat Loaf is in there now. We're doing our
1: part because, because of us. Well, you know, I'm sure he's thrilled, even though he's dead.
0: He's Boston's in there because of us? Right. Ferner? Ferner. You have to say it like that. You can't say Furner. It's weird, because they don't like to let Furners in. I'm telling you, they don't like to let Furners in this sure year, don't Paul. But We did. All right, we're going to be back here in a couple minutes with our uh, Mount Rushmore segment for you you all that don't uh, know what that. Oh, before we do that, I'm going to do, uh, i got to do, oh, i got to get out of that uh, dialect for a second. <laughs> I want to do the, uh, the final hitch slap oh, okay. of the season. All right. Um, Christopher Hitchens, um, and, and by the way, a lot of our tweets and a lot of our listeners have been very appreciative to us for introducing them to Christopher Hitchens. They're watching his YouTube videos. He's an interesting guy to this uh, His debates where he just nails the religious. In this particular clip, he's referring to the um, ancient poet, uh, 18th century poet, Omar Khayyam. Okay. I'm familiar with Omar Khayyam. Um, and he did this bit about religion. And I'll play it and then we'll talk about it.
2: And do you think that unto such as you, a maggot minded, starved, fanatic crew, God gave a secret and denied it me? Well, well, what matters is it? Believe that too. To this magnificent astronomer and scientist and physician and humanist of Persia who opposed the cruel, sadistic, verminous, ignorant mullahs of his day, I borrow the question What is your authority for saying that you know something that I don't?
0: That's deep stuff. All right. That was one of, one of the final things that he said in one of his final debates. He says, what, what gives you the right to think that God has given you
1: information but not given it to me? Yeah. And that whole, just even that statement, that you're, you know, the, it, it sort of speaks to what's happening right now as a pattern of just, you know, not believing, just sort of believing that your opinion and your feelings are what all that matter and that's what shapes you know I feel like the election was stolen I'm starting to hear some of that from people like what does that even mean it's isn't that what you criticize people for you know your feelings are not facts and it's well when my brother
0: was in town last week he said that they they
1: they more they
0: there they were again that source who are they they could never be reached for comment they such specific info
1: for no specific from no specific people they found
0: a hundred thousand uncounted votes oh they did for president So that means that Joe Biden only beat Trump by 7.99 million.
1: Oh, oh, only. It's that only close now. It's it that close now. Just now it's time for a people. recount.
0: Except for recounts were done in, in Republican states all over the nation, and Republican right. Secretary of State finally said no. Um, yeah, so uh, Christopher Hitchens, if I or Paul and I have helped any of you uh, discover him, I I discovered him about five years ago, and uh, I've read two of his books. Um, uh, God is not great. How religion poisons everything. Um,
1: Catholics and Christians don't like him very much. You'll never. Yeah, I guess you'd never believe that. Yeah, but he's interest. He's worth listening to. He's, and
0: and as as he said in several of his debates, I don't care what you believe. Right. I don't have a problem with what you believe. I don't even call you stupid for believing it. What I'm saying is you don't have a right to teach it in schools. You don't have a right to make it part of my government.
1: I think that's always been the big, you know, he's trying to get people to understand the reasoning behind things and the deeper meaning. And there's a a certain level of critical thinking you need to understand what he's saying. And sometimes I think the people that are most susceptible for just obeying religion are the people that lack some of those same critical thinking skills. And that's why it's frustrating uh, because you can't really get through to that. They just stick to their belief, put their head down, charge forward.
0: There was a sign out in front of a church where you put the little black letters on there to make yeah, up your like sign. for so you like this cake sale this, yeah, this yeah. Saturday, one to three? And it said, "The more educated you get, the further you get from God." Think about that. That's they, actually
1: they, oddly true. <laughs> they put that
0: on there to try to make people think, "Oh well, yeah." The like more you're educated, missing out. Whoa! Really? You're absolutely right. The more educated you get, the the further you do get from God, they
1: they don't even see the irony in what they just wrote. They're they're trying. I know what they're trying to say. I'm sure they're trying to say that you're not one with God if you if you don't you know learn about the Bible and and, there, and there's the funny teaching. religious
0: billboards on and and this one's real and it says and I quote Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. He keeps getting the letters keep getting bigger with each one, and. That's going to be a hell of a load he's about to release. Ah, man,
1: I really. They don't even see the double entendre. That would
0: be the collection plate shot or the money shot. Yeah, I right. That's it. it. In, in a way. That's
1: the real money shot is the collection plate.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what they uh, – Jesus is coming and he, here's uh, – I forget.
0: I don't know if it was a Chappelle show or if it might have been on Living Color. I know it was one. it was one of the black sketch comedy shows and there was this guy up, you know – doing the stereotypical baptist minister kind of like the the minister and coming to america and he's like all right y'all we don't set the collection plate around one time but some of y'all missed it obviously we're gonna be sending it back for the sequel so this time if you missed it the first time around Dig a little deeper this time. Mm-hmm. If you got it the first time, how much you got left?
1: Yeah. Put it in. Even know? then. I yeah. if, was that maybe uh, Robert Townsend, Partners in Crime, something like that? Could have been. I, I can It sounds picture, like the era.
0: I can picture this, the, the, the sketch in my head. I just can't picture the actual. Because uh, that would have been a
1: pretty black-centric sketch at the time because it's like that's sort of the vibe in those gospel church where they pass around that offering plate and they're, they're just so positive and happy about it. But they try to still guilt you. It doesn't yeah. matter. And, and it was a pretty good sketch about why
0: that. Why y'all asking questions about why the pastor got a big house? Right. Why are you asking questions about why the pastor drive a big car? not to were, drive yeah. a big
1: car because I got Jesus with me. Even then they yeah. were poking fun at it. Yeah. And it's just somehow it still works on a certain well, subset.
0: Yeah, the, the cool part about uh, black culture is they can poke fun at themselves and oh, keep yeah. a sense of humor about it. Um, absolutely it's like that old joke you ever been into a millennial owned bookstore there's no humor section yeah because <laughs> they just they have no no sense of humor whatsoever all right well we'll be back with uh, our final mount rushmore segment for this particular season and this is actors or actresses who have crossed over into the music business and been successful in both i think that's what we're calling it it's a long Mount Rushmore. They're close enough. <laughs> See what Christopher... Rolls off the top. Christopher <laughs> Walken
2: has to say. This is Christopher Walken, and I want to tell you, you are listening currently to The Lightest Side of Doc Podcast.
0: Hey everybody, Rob Smith here with the LST Podcast. Do you enjoy trivia? Do you have a favorite bar or restaurant that you like to play? If you're looking for something new and fun, consider Team Text Trivia. It's better than paper and pencil trivia and we don't ask a bunch of questions that hurt your head or people yell out the answer which is who cares. It's all about TV, movies, music, sports, general and what's in the news today. You play directly from your phone so there's no paper to worry about and speed is the key. The faster you get your answers in, the more points you get. Fantastic for bars and restaurants. If you have a bar or restaurant you'd like to consider them to try Team Text Trivia, have them call 727-531-8880. And we'll get a booking and you'll be able to come out and enjoy Team Text Trivia with us. Or visit them on the web at TeamTextTrivia.com.
1: Hey everyone, it's Solio from the lighter side of dark. Let's be honest, 2020 has not been a lot of fun so far. And we could all probably use some laughs. When I need some laughs, my favorite place in the world to be is at Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa, Florida. Live stand-up comedy every Wednesday through Sunday night. Nationally touring acts. There's even acts you've probably never heard of that are hilarious. If you've never seen a live stand-up show, I want you to go. They are so much different in person and they are so much better. You feel the energy. You really feel like you're part of something special sidesplitterscomedy.com you can get your tickets online you can pick out your seats online so you can sit wherever you want if you want to be in the back because you're afraid that's fine you can do that go to sidesplitterscomedy.com and grab your tickets today
2: side Splitters comedy club presents our mount rushmore segment where paul and rob talk about the top four in any number of categories and themes
0: Category and theme this week for the final Mount Rushmore of Season 7 is actors or actresses who have had crossover success in the music business.
1: Yes. And, and we
0: also said we'd probably do it ACDC. We'd go either way. If somebody had a real big success as a
1: Sure. They're known musician, for both, I guess, is what then we're went, looking for.
0: And then, uh, then went into that. And it's
1: tricky because there, there are a ton of actors and actresses who have had uh, who have dabbled in both. Let me give you an example of two of them
0: that are not being carved into Mount Rushmore. Mm. I wouldn't carve these two into a whittling stick. Okay. David Soule, who played Hutch on Starsky
1: and Hutch. Oh, did he have the music career? Uh-huh. Hmm. Oh, well, hmm, sorry. Yeah. He had a hit called, I'm actually going to play it for you. Wait. Flashing the pan with okay. the music. Grid.
0: Yep, David Soule.
1: Yeah, I think you're... I think it's fair to not uh, not let that. Yeah, out. he was the
0: blonde in Starsky and Hutch, okay. the
1: 1970s uh, TV show. Boy, so sappy already. Oh God, I, I feel,
0: feel the so so sweet. sweet. I'm getting a cavity it's just out. listening to yeah, it. Yeah, it. it's
1: dripping. There we go, sugar Don't
2: off. Give up on
0: Future isn't just one night. That's about all that I take of That is rough. <laughs> That's terrible. <sighs> so we will not be carving David's soul Thank God. on the... Um, I'm so relieved to hear that. And to somebody else that we will not be carving into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is...
1: Oh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> took you a second. Really, Rick James with a, an appearance by Eddie Murphy. This is a Rick James foot, handprints all over it. I want you to get ready with the hands. He still hasn't even sung yet. Okay. That's how good Rick James is. You can just. Lay down a groove. Are we gonna get four
0: claps in even before you say? Yes. Here it goes.
2: Four full measures of clapping.
1: Wasn't this the result of a bet or a dare or something? I I I thought he was like, I bet you can't have a sing or have a song or have a hit song or something like that. Something like that. That wouldn't surprise me because... My girl wants to party all the
0: time. Party party all the time. Party Party all all the time.
1: time. time. My
0: My girl wants to
1: party all all the time. Party all all the time. time. Party party all all the time. time. There Just is. in case the message wasn't getting across, I, I think it really builds to a... I can
0: only th- picture someone doing, like, sign language for these songs, like translation. The sign language would be
1: more interesting than the lyrical content.
0: My girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah, they pull, pull our arms apart
1: or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gumby. All right, so,
0: yeah, we're not putting David Soul or Eddie Murphy on there. So these flash-in-the-pan novelty
1: one-hit Right type of
0: thing we will try to avoid those types There's... i would let you uh open it up
1: there paul well you know I'm, i was conflicted about this so i think i'm gonna skip it and go to uh what do you think about jennifer lopez absolutely that you know i'm trying to think old
0: new and now, it would, we, on me- would we carve her face in about rushmore or dad ass
1: Wow, that's a good question. I never really got... Because it, I guess it's what you're known more for. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez, so maybe, for sure. Yeah. Um, just, yes. She has had some acting success, and she's obviously had a lot of musical success. And I think that's what I'm trying to think of is artists who've not just dabbled in one. You know, like Bruce Willis tried sing. You know, he likes to sing, but he's not going to be... He wasn't successful. He would, he would be one of those Eddie Murphy kinds, yes. and then I just, you know, just because he liked to sing doesn't mean he was selling records. Yeah. So I would consider her. Uh, did he someone, do like Under the
0: Boardwalk or something like that? Some kind of weird song like that? It's very
1: possible. Bruno. He was kind of a weirdo then, anyway. So yeah. it wouldn't shock me that he, he liked the bluesy stuff. He, he just liked it. Best thing he ever did was Demi Moore in her prime. Yeah, got to give him credit
0: where credit's due. Yeah, and uh, <sighs> his one daughter. <gasps> <sighs> 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 Poor she looks like Frankenstein. Sometimes it's best that you
1: don't look like that. So yeah, like Gen- that.
0: Jennifer Jennifer Lopez started as a fly girl, fly girl on yeah. Living Color. Dancing, singing, and I triple threat. Her first movie, big big starring role, Selena, mm-hmm. where we realized that she could sing. Gone on to, I don't know how many other movies, uh, Made in Manhattan. Yeah,
1: uh, nothing like, you know, a lot of romantic comedies, some some. Dramatic and suspenseful. Roles. I, I did.
0: I did see her in the first uh, eight minutes of the movie Hustlers. Ah. I watched. W- weird is the that the I kept hitting like replay mm. at the beginning of that Maybe movie. Your hand just my, yeah, my hand was like it, it
1: was sticky. I think technology it was. old times. You know like it just yeah. Accidentally so uh, yeah,
0: Jennifer Lopez, uh, Grammy winner, uh, number one songs. I think there was a time when she had a number one song and the number one movie in the country. At the same time. There's only one person who has had the number one TV show, number one movie, and uh, number one book at the exact same time.
1: TV show, movie, and
0: book. Tim Allen. Oh, wow. Okay. Santa Claus, Home Improvement, home improvement and his and book, book. And his book that was called Never Stand Next to a Naked Man or something. That's insane. That's just... And you know what Tim Allen's last name is? Real His real last name? I don't remember it. I've Dick, oh, Tim Allen. Dick is it like his Timothy Allen Dick? Boy, because
1: his book starts
0: out. I grew up in a family of dicks. Nice, with, with a family of dicks.
1: He and man, he just tapped into the right market at the right time. It's crazy to think there wasn't that stereotypical guy with tools and t- like, but that that he just captured it mm-hmm. in the nineties. He just had everything. He was huge. Was, so yep, Jennifer Lopez. That is an excellent excellent
0: choice on your behalf because and not a, she has had a massive career as a as a singer and she's still around and still and, relevant and shoot man are you kidding incredible just, at 50. just just the money that she uh, the, the money she made with mm-hmm. american idol years ago and uh, that's right i forgot uh, yeah. she
1: was on there for a while
0: yeah, yeah. she was on there with she's just uh, been everywhere harry conic always remember paul always shave your conic <laughs> nobody likes a harry conic <laughs> that's good advice thank you same thing goes with chapin mm-hmm. or potter um i have one that, uh, that had some success in TV and had some success as a recording star. Okay. Some of you know him as Dr. Noah Drake.
1: Just Noah Drake. What, a, what is? A lot of people know him
0: as Rick Springfield. That's such
1: a general hospital name. Dr. Noah Drake. It's the basis for all the parodies of soap operas.
0: This is the ringtone on uh, my son Jesse's phone every time he has a girlfriend.
2: <laughs>
0: he had a lot more hits than just that. And the reason I know that is I took my wife to see him in concert at the state fair.
1: He had a bunch of songs that, that were like, ah, he did do this mm-hmm. song. Don't Talk, Talk to Strangers was one. I'm try, I am I, I recognize this. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to place it when it starts. They made a movie, Hard to Hold, okay, where he starred in it. He played himself. Man, he really had a run in the 80s. Oh, I mean, Jesse's Girl still gets played. When people want 80s, they, they like that. I'm familiar with this, yeah. Oh, you've done nothing. I've done everything for you. You've done nothing yep. for me. I sang
0: this on karaoke one night. I was going through a fair breakup. Yeah. I dedicated it to my ex-girlfriend. It's breakup. kind of one of those anthems, a breakup anthem. <laughs> I was terrible, but the audience <laughs> felt my pain.
1: I'm sure. Not
2: Everyone's there. been there. I'm up there going... Probably
0: well, we had people sing along. You can, we could we could we could have him sing this to Janet Jackson, and she could sing back. What
1: have you done? Then they have an '80s conversation.
2: For you. for me.
1: Boy, sounds like he needs to get out of that
2: relationship.
1: Seems a little. Oh, yes, don't talk to strangers. The anthem of the crazy jealous guy. Dr. Strange, Str- Don't talk to anyone. Don't talk to men. Don't wear that. Don't look at him. Now Rick's getting serious here. This,
0: I think, AIDS was on the... Everywhere. everywhere. This is because of that...
1: It's
0: called Affair of the Heart. It sounds like that's what it be
1: called. This is like the 80s in a nutshell. I would, just, I
0: would like to have sex with 10% of the women he's had sex with.
1: Oh, you, you never run out. I could not imagine the life. They, they must just be blinded by pussy. I just can't imagine. It's just too much, even. They're probably just like, what do I do? You you wonder... How do you, you find wonder someone what who likes you? Yeah, you wonder what these guys...
0: women, I guess, but guys... You wonder why they get hooked on drugs. They just need something that...
1: Simulates them more than Serious. being balls deep in pussy 24 I, hours. I a mean, day. it's like you have everything and it's always the same, so you can only come down and it's you could see why, and it, you're surrounded by all that stuff. But probably boy. one of my favorite jokes, and I can
0: probably find it online now. And it, remember back in the day with dial up, how if, if somebody sent you a picture, how it kind of like like a printer, Absolutely. It, it, it kind of printed it out on the screen yeah, because sort of the pixels were adding filled up,
1: build in little by little from the top. This, down.
0: this one it says, Check this check this hot chick out and mm-hmm. click the picture and it's a playboy centerfold and it's just taking forever yes to scroll i remember and then those the, days like, the boobs show up and you're like oh my god finally and then like the vagina is like oh my god it's so hot and then at the bottom it says do you see how hot she is there's some guy somewhere who's tired of her bitching
1: <laughs> that was a joke <laughs> i started
0: hearing that right no matter well, how hot she is to- i mean giselle yeah. tom brady's
1: gonna divorce her and yeah. he's going to be fine. Right. That's the thing. With with guys of that status and money, It they can, even if they, you know, they might want a real relationship, but they can start over it with anything. She'll
0: anybody. get $600 yeah. million and a crazy amount of child support per month. And you know what he'll get? A supermodel half her age. Right. <laughs> he would trade that in. He's got plenty of money stashed. Think about that. Oh, my God. So, so far in the uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, Singers tv star or tv or actors actors actresses and tvs and movies who have had success as a musical star or vice versa we have carved in jennifer lopez's ass into the mount rushmore and mm-hmm, rick, rick springfield aka noah drakes so we'll have to put a stethoscope around his neck it's uh, time for your third offer
1: There, i'm kind of conflicted on this because i there's don't, a lot more I, of this
0: than we thought there, there are
1: and and this next one i think it's valid but i don't know if it's relevant anymore uh, and I think you'll know what I mean as soon as I say it. Will Smith. No, I would think that that would absolutely be relevant. There's a time... I, when I, I guess what I mean is he may he may not be going forward what he once was. In, you know, all the momentum he had and he's built up over the years, he kind of undid all of that with that slap. Obviously, everyone knows about that. But I think... What look, slap are you referring to? Yeah, who, who remembers, <laughs> right? But I, I still... When I think of someone who had success in both air, er- I mean, Fresh Prince, I mean I didn't even think of that, but the, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but I knew him at first for Parents Just Don't Understand, yeah. you know, we, you him and Jazzy Jeff, so he came out first with music, then he uh, had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in probably 90, 91, something like that, and then started doing blockbusters. So he's done all three. And still had hit, hit songs during that time as yes. well. Yeah, getting jiggy with it with a huge hit. I mean, he had a lot of hits. Um, but that was one of the biggest that came to mind in the 90s. Um, you know, summertime in the early 90s. That was another big hit that still still plays well. See, I am not a
0: part of uh, of the cancel culture left that thinks everything Will Smith has ever done should be completely erased. No no, 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 I don't I don't agree that Bill Cosby should have used drugs to have sex with women. I can have that thought in
1: my head. You can you can appreciate someone's work and still not like the person.
0: It, it, it like, it's like Dave Chappelle said. It doesn't eliminate the fact that he himself, in his own pocket, put nearly ten thousand black kids through college. Right. Right. You know the chair. Bad people money, can do good things. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's kind of like that old saying that you know uh, someone who makes a bad choice should not be punished for the rest of their life. They should be treated as a human being who made a bad choice. And yeah, I mean,
1: well, he did more than one. That's I think there was a pattern with him in this. The thing is, problem. I don't think
0: one eliminates the other.
1: I think you no, can say I, I choose. Agree.
0: I choose not to care about what this man happens but to him going I still forward. Appreciate the that. impact that yeah. the
1: good things, and then just say it's it's just a shame that he's such a piece of shit.
0: You know, I mean, like, Michael Jackson over his entire career. I mean, you think of all the people that he touched.
1: Hmm. We'll just let that one settle for that a one go sk-
0: for a second um no um, i mean i i still i still play michael jackson songs i still play ignition by r kelly i mean these i i think they're separate i think the right. art is separate from the artist right
1: i like clapton i hate the
0: guy but i like yeah. some of his music yeah um, i read i read his his book and like i said how do you have a guy like clapton in your band
1: and, and kick him out three times he's just got to be a douchebag Yeah. some people are just difficult right you know and and uh, but, again, you separate. A lot of people do separate it. it it's the way I look mad. at it,
0: Chris, Chris Rock has put it behind him. He's moving on with his life. That's it, what matters to me. If Bill Clinton had sex
1: with Monica Lewinsky, that's up between Hillary and Bill. You know, he's going to have a long road for a redemption arc because what he did was really literally a crime, even though it wasn't. I'm not saying he's physically scarred. Well, but
0: Paul, it was black-on-black black crime, so that doesn't Right, count.
1: seriously. They don't care. But I, I think, you know, you can't reward someone like that with a movie role in two years you know it's he he could have just really it was just so so bizarre and stupid but i think for our category but i think I think, I think he's there i think he has to be i think he's there you know it, it, maybe his he, his career might be over but he's already achieved so much leading up to it that uh you know he's a schmuck but he he's had so much success in all three TV movies music so i think he's got to be it's got to be on there
0: well, I think I have number four. Okay. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be hard to argue that the that she should not be on the on the uh, Mount Rushmore. I know it's not Olivia Neutron Bomb. I knew you were thinking that. When you want to talk about sheer gross record sales and sheer gross movie sales,
1: Barbara, that's. As an easy chair. She was, you know, she may not uh, be current, the but boy, was she selling air. records and selling tickets.
0: That's the most Barbra Streisand I've played in
1: a very, very long right. time. This is not a we. Like this person the yeah, most. This is, this is not about
0: Rushmore of liking people. This is an acknowledgement. Because I'm telling you right now, if somebody said, Rob, I've got front row tickets for you and your wife to go see Barbara Streisand, I would say, I'm sorry, I'm booked. What are you doing that night? I'm going to Foot Locker and relacing my shoes. I mean, I don't care for the woman's voice. Right. Now that is not saying she doesn't have a beautiful voice. It's a it's, preference. It's not. Yeah, it's just not it's like my humor. Thing.
1: Humor is is personal preference. It's, it's music is personal preference. Movies. So you can't argue with the success. We're, neither of us are really fans, but you can't deny what what she's done and what she's achieved. And again, even you know she's not even really relevant currently, but that's how much of an impact she's had.
0: I will tell you, uh, I think she was hilarious in Meet the Fockers
1: yeah she as, was
0: as Ben Stiller's mother mm-hmm. as a typical quintessential big-nosed Jewish mother she's perfect and you can play and you know, Dustin Hoffman was great it shows name.
1: range because not everyone can play comedy you know it requires timing and just a certain understanding of, of the role and what your job is and she did it really well and I think it surprised some people did maybe. She,
0: did she was also in The Mirror Has Two Faces with Nick Nolte was uh, she in
1: that one? And, and what's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, the Prince of Tides. Prince of Tides. That's it. Yes, that was. I um, think that was the one. Nick Nolte. Yeah, that was like the early nineties. Yeah,
0: before, before, 80s, after 80s. the uh, mug shot. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think we've I think we've got our four. Time to talk about some honorable mentions. Sure, there's of, some of, for sure of, of some people. Now, this next one may surprise you. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what group made the most money in 1969? wasn't the Beatles. Was it the Partridge Family? Nope, it wasn't even the Partridge Family. It was David Cassidy Solo. Interesting. He did have a, a brief but bright. Dude, this guy flamed out so fast, yeah. but.
1: Oh, remake of uh, the Association.
0: Yep, the Association Cherish. I didn't know he did a cover if you if you check tour receipts he made more money in 1969 just himself wow. and a band on tour packing stadiums yeah. all over the country that's amazing
2: don't how many you just
0: never know what it's gonna do so his success on the TV show the Partridge family right um,
1: it's the, it sort of catapulted him catapulted him into the music
0: business and he was in Vegas. Doing, doing a show in Vegas for, I'll bet you, 12 years.
1: Yeah. Was what, what was it just uh, that he was kind of a uh, – Teen Idol. Only, a teen Idol, just yeah. only popular in that range, yeah. and then he couldn't sustain it? Was it sort of just that? Yeah. That was the feeling?
0: Down, down the line it's of, finicky. Of, of, of of people like Leif Garrett. Right. Sean Cassidy, his Huge younger brother.
1: for a, a year or two. Yeah. Posters then, on
0: every girl's wall. Right. Next year, ripped down. and had yeah. a picture Replaced. of uh, – Of uh, the six million dollar man, instead, you know that kind of thing.
1: It's it's a rough business. It's it's ruthless, and it doesn't really you can't predict it. You know, you could be on top of the world for twenty years, or you know, I doubt David Cassidy thought he would plummet to that degree. But you just don't know who's gonna what music's gonna stay popular. The show kind of outlived its time. Mm -hmm. A lot of things, but definitely worth mentioning because he was so big. Yeah, um, and that show was popular. Love another me. one, love, I love think, me some Susie Parker. Yeah, um, another one worth mentioning, even though, and I think the reason we didn't put him up there is because he's really not much of an actor. Um, but Elvis did sing and appear in movies. Appear, I use you know, act. I don't really use that term. But if you but, think about it, would 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 pe- do
0: people ever refer to Elvis as Elvis Presley, singer, actor?
1: No, but they don't refer singer. to Rick Springfield that way either. Yeah.
0: So I think that but, but, but Elvis was a was a singer with with Rick Springfield. You have some people who remember him from General Hospital, and some that will remember him as a singer. Right. You have people like us know both. With Elvis, he was he was the king of rock. And right. Roll. I mean, he, he was, was known as the king as of singer. rock and roll in movies. But I but that's a, that's it's valid. more just
1: the acknowledgement that he did a ton of movies and they tried to they try to force it really because he was just too popular to not. But you could see it wasn't his thing. So I wouldn't say he was, even though I'm sure the movies did well, I don't think he was, like, in, invested in, like, I want to become a Hollywood star. I, he never struck me as that type. He kind of seemed, like, torn. That's probably why he just got into the drugs and shit. Well, the whole thing on Elvis' descent into madness. I'm yes. <laughs> uh, you,
0: you've seen the new Elvis movie, right? Not yet. It's no. on HBO yeah. right now. What, what's your excuse? It's on there like, 25 you, times a I'll day. I'll have to
1: find it on it's,
0: it's 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 a very well done movie the kid who plays elvis i will tell people right now if you have paid any attention at all this kid's money he has the mannerisms down pat he sings the music the head gestures mm. the way he, forms, he just like really became. Words, the you know and tom hanks does a fantastic job as as Colonel Tom Parker, absolutely fantastic. He'll probably get an Oscar for it. Interesting. That's how good. That's how good he really. Was. I, I
1: can't stand the guy, but man, is he successful. But <laughs> but this kid.
0: This kid, um, if you watch the '68 comeback special, I have it on DVD, and you watch that, and the way they recreated it in this movie, this kid nails. Yeah. The the you. It's and, the most important part. And, and by the way, they they superimposed three scenes in the movie with the real Elvis and then like the very next scene was with him and you can't tell where where one's the new guy and where one's the original Elvis. They did it three times. Yeah. And they're like real Elvis fans will spot him and I've only found one.
1: That's that's the other how two, much. I can't find. It shows you that the level of detail really matters and and if you study those nuances to that degree, even the mannerisms and 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 you have to really work on angles and posture. It's so many little things go into it. So that speaks to the level of preparation and study and care that this guy put into yeah. it. It's pretty impressive. Impressive, he good,
0: just... good movie. And but I think Elvis, Elvis, I still think that he's just a, a singer sure. who did a little acting. Right. Not not one where we could see like your Jennifer Lopez one. She wasn't even on my radar as soon as you saw it. Me I'm neither. Like, and I'm like, wait a minute, shit! Are you kidding me? Yeah. How could how could we miss that?
1: Because there's a lot. And that's, and that's why there's probably – I know there's others that, we've, that we haven't that we have touched on yet, um, but who else? Any other honorable mentions that, that... – John Travolta. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like
0: yeah, – I work really hard on my singing, and, and you critique it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I know, obviously his best-selling stuff is directly from the Grease soundtrack, but he was singing on it, so yeah. you can't say that he didn't sing and didn't have success. He Jeff, did. Jeff Conway, who played Kanicki,
0: was originally given the song Grease Lightning interesting and Travolta I guess went to Robert Zemeckis and said do you mind if I do a, a take of of Grease Lightning because I really like it it I seems mean, to he,
1: fit his like was, the cool guy character yeah, more anyway
0: yeah he goes I know you know Conway's gonna be the one doing it but you know I'd really like to give it a shot and then he did it and then Zemeckis changed it really pissed off
1: I would really imagine pissed off Conway it's kind of stealing someone's thunder and their yeah. opportunity you know, a Hickey
0: yeah. from Kinnicky's like a hallmark cod you know when you're going to kid to send the very best
1: yeah, so. it sort of takes him and out. And again, I,
0: I know that we've mentioned this a thousand times on the podcast, but Stockard Channing was playing a high school senior.
1: It never gets old. Was she 50? Then neither she, apparently. <laughs> was she 50? I think she was like no, 45 actually, but she or something. Did,
0: she did get old. She was old then. That's yeah. kind of our point. Right. Olivia Newton-John could pull off playing a high school senior. Even Travolta was only like He was like early 20s. Yeah, mid to early, but he had Maybe a young been, face. Yeah, I've been held back a couple yeah. of years.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I just have to say that.
0: Did Did you see the um, the news that Travolta's oldest daughter uh, has released that he's gay?
1: What? Exactly. No. <laughs> Speak oh. of
0: actors who didn't have to Please come out.
1: Please stop shocking me.
0: And there's this picture that in this, I guess, Instagram or whatever, it shows you know this yeah. guy kissing John on the mouth, and it's like people are on there going, "We don't care." Who cares? We don't care. I think
1: everyone knows or assumes. Yeah. I who mean, cares? It,
0: I I do believe that he loved Kelly Preston.
1: Yeah, I absolutely believe. He may that. not have been like into her in that way, but he could have still loved someone. They could have had a great partnership.
0: And I mean, if somebody's gay, who
1: gives a shit? I, Nobody does anymore. Right? Yeah. Well, most people. There are a subset of people that hate a lot of people that don't, but they're they're lesser than there. There are fewer of them than mo- most people don't care. They've grown up in a more tolerant environment and realize it's their choice who cares you know why am i getting involved in their business that-
0: here's another one that uh, should deserve i think an honorable mention yeah, sure. uh i don't know uh if wolfgang would like to introduce this next
1: person oh sure well uh, should i have a, a clue on or maybe a hint on who i i, I am believing you know <laughs> this brand is so big in deutschland Oh yeah! Oh, oh. In
0: Deutschland. you
1: had I see. I understand. You were thinking America. I was well. Well, he's he's big in America. However, however,
0: there is um, none there,
1: There's one. There's one man who's big in America and also Germany. That I was for some reason because I was thinking of you know David and John. Mr. David Hasselhoff himself, the, yeah. the rider of nights as we call him. He rides into the night and he watches the bay. That's the story. He we definitely watched the bay. a lot. Yes. The bay. Uh, we would look at him, you know, with, with our binoculars. And, um, you know, that was, uh, we would just admire his sculpted physique. Exactly. You know, not Absolutely. in Absolutely. a homosexual yes. way, but, you know, it's like that is what we want to aspire to. Exactly. Very so, so, you know, yes, he uh, yes, was very, um, no. yes. the best music I've no. ever heard, personally. Yes. Yeah. absolutely. We have to mention him. Thank I you have for have reminding
0: mention, me. Yeah, you were <laughs> struggling to figure out who I was referring to. You're I, Like Olivia Newton-John, but Germany, not hello. <laughs> there we go. Yep, the Hoff. Uh, for no, those Hoff of you himself. that don't know how big he basically is, he's Germany's, he's, he's Germany's Elvis. Yeah, he's, he's, it's he's. weird. Hawaii had Don Ho. We have Elvis, and they have fucking Hoff.
1: Right. I mean, I can't. You know, I can't speak to that fandom from the music side, but I he was huge as an actor. So I'm just going to assume. He went music and was even bigger over there odd who i would like to add to
0: the list purely under the hopes that eventually someone will tell her that i spoke about her and then she will uh want to meet me in person and then i could uh you know bill cosby or maybe drop a little something to the drink oh, and maybe selena gomez mm. oh singer Selena gomez singer that's and right then, uh movie star. and well, in TV you shows. know,
1: if you want to give out to the young shout out to the younger generation, she would be one who is, you know, yeah. she is done. She was. Uh, was she a Disney or like she was yeah, like absolutely. a child.
0: They all they all came. From they that. start. Yeah.
1: They start in the factory. Yeah. The grooming factory. And then they start appearing in movies. But she Selena Gomez hands.
0: is just a beautiful young woman. Absolutely. Sure.
1: Stunningly beautiful. She seems to have a bright career ahead of her. And, and
0: her uh, comedic talent was Steve Martin and Martin Short.
1: In the uh, hotel oh, for murderers or whatever, only, oh, my, only murders in the
0: building. The only murders in the building. God, she's hilarious. Interesting, in that.
1: because that is again not something you can teach. So that's impressive that she's showing that kind of range. She's she's still young. She's yeah. what mid mid twenties, early mid. She's pretty young still to to have been popular as long as she has. God bless her. But she's got a, she's got a bright future. And her for parents sure.
0: for entangling the DNA to make her. She's absolutely right. gorgeous. So Celine, if you're listening, <laughs> just saying. I'm, yes,
1: I'm sure she'll. She'll yeah. be writing. And, up you know any
0: why? Why I would think that that means why I think that there's a chance is mm-hmm. because Nick Cannon mentioned on a talk show that he had a crush on Mariah Carey, and then Mariah Carey asked to meet him the next week, and then he got mm-hmm. to have sex with Mariah Carey for like five years. Now maybe so she I'm wanted just, to be on Wild and Out. I'm just hoping. <laughs> I'm just hoping. That, you you never, hey, Maybe she wants to be on the. Podcast. And you know Jennifer yeah, Love, Hewitt, You know Jennifer Love Hewitt had a hit song.
1: Oh boy, I don't know that I did know that.
0: Yep, it is um, absolutely trying to, true. I'm
1: trying to think if I remember it. As a matter of fact, as brief as it probably was. I'm as sure. a matter of fact, do you have it? Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt released an entire album.
1: I believe that.
0: Um, she did a cover of "Me and Bobby McGee." Hmm. Weird. Yep. Kay. And she did. Um, well, let, let's play her version okay. of "Me and Bobby McGee" and see if she's worthy of making our list.
1: She's got the boncos down.
2: Busted flat in Baton Rouge, waiting for a train. When I was feeling near as faded as my jeans, Bobby flagged the diesel down just before it rained. has yeah, a nice voice. Now I pull my harpoon And my dirty red band down And I Love while Bobby sang the blues, yeah When she was slapping time I was holding Bobby's hand in mine And we sang every song that driver knew And freedom was just another word For nothing left to lose Nothing And it's all that Bobby loved me
1: Ain't that bad. She she really has a good. She's not pitchy. She's really got a good good ear.
0: You want to know what the name of her CD was called? Uh oh, boy. Party is called War. Bare Naked. Oh, wow. that's why I bought it. I was hoping there was an insert. no,
1: no insert. No centerfold. Oh. This is the title track. Oh, boy, this is so derivative.
2: Bad dream, where down the so yes,
0: I say we bump Jennifer Lopez and put Jennifer Love Hewitt up there, Paul. <laughs> Why not? You heard that cover of I Bobby did. McGee, for God's sake. I, I, you, you just can't
1: deny it. One word, Grammy. Just right. saying, Grammy. It's coming grammy no i know i know she wasn't probably selling a bunch of albums but she definitely had a nice voice it's it's just it shows you how much there has to be you could have a great voice it doesn't mean you're going to be popular as a singer so you just never know what people are going to be like accept it like oh yeah you're a singer too it's like how do we do that how do we shake it that's into why people? we that's
0: why we really only had the big four i think so people couldn't segue into i mean you know, will, will smith always said he wanted to be an actor right
1: and yeah, I mean, I guess when, you are perform- you know, when you're rapping, you are performing, too. It still takes musical and, and rhythmic ability. So Will Smith was offered the role of
0: Neo in The Matrix, or oh boy, Wild, James Wild, West, West in Wild Wild West. <sighs> Let me think. You know, I'm going to go with... It was the- Neo,
1: the, uh, the uh, Keanu Reeves character? Yeah. Okay, so he would have been the lead. And that's his thing, he has to be the lead. you know. So it would have fit his criteria. Must have been something, whether it was his agent, or maybe it was something in the direct – who knows that made him say, no, I would rather do this, and boy, would have mistake. Actually,
0: the check for Wa West came on a flatbed. Oh, OK. <laughs> so was the money. That was, that was how big that was. You can't money. say
1: you argue. You know, you take the deal. But um, he, Cause it, cause, that would have led to more deals.
0: Because that's when his wife became the captain of one of the ships ah. in the uh, Matrix Revolution. Interesting. Yeah. Jada, boy. Jada Pinkett was uh, one of the captains. Maybe he didn't want
1: to work with his wife. I'm going to take Wild, Wild West. They're going to yeah. pay me a lot. You can P- go
0: sh- slap Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He may slap back.
1: It's true. He'll slap back with his B.O. Yeah. He'll open his armpits and uh, He'll be down for the count.
0: Uh, and Steven Seagal will be running over <laughs> He'll be running like a, like a ballerina. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, We got several tweets about that. We, se- we had several tweets about people who looked up that <laughs> Steven Seagal running bit on YouTube. It's...
1: You don't have to dig very deep; yeah. you'll
0: find a few. There's a whole montage mm-hmm. on there that's, that's hilarious. So, see, Paul, you make people happy <laughs> doing stupid shit. You make people happy so,
1: dancing around like a, or making watching other people's dance around when they run.
0: So we got Jennifer uh, Lopez. See, we got uh, Barbara
1: Streisand. We got. Um, uh, we have the Will Smith. Will Smith.
0: And our who was our second one?
1: Well, you had Rick Springfield. Yes, up there. Rick, Rick, Rick Springfield. A...
0: Yeah, I, I think he, he he's the I think he's the definition of the two. He had an equal career in both. Neither one was he crazy crazy popular. Mm-hmm. And I'd say if you met fifty people and said what is what do you remember Rick Springfield from? Half of them are going to say Jesse. Yeah, probably depends on their age. Half of them are going to say Noah Drake.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for that. I was a little young, but I remember. I remember. You were young once. I, it's hard to believe. It doesn't feel that way. It feels like I've always been twenty.
0: Well, everybody, at, uh, today's official date is the eighteenth of October. Mm. So we're gonna look at the calendar here and see when we're gonna take our take our break and come back. Let's look at the old calendar. Fall recess.
1: As yeah. Seen.
0: If we come back, the week of Thanksgiving, and then we could do our we could do our Thanksgiving special. And then do our uh, Christmas season special the next week. Where we'll do something uh, Christ- Christmassy. Okay. And uh, we uh, hope everybody has enjoyed themselves. Where can they find out more stuff about us, Paul?
1: Well, if you're on the Facebook meta thing, just search for us, Lighter Side of Dark, or...
0: If you're uh, on Facebook, always discuss politics with people. Uh, I find why? that's a
1: great... And religion. It's what drove me away, unfortunately. But I know it's... You know, it's still popular, and and people, it's still visible, and when we are on it. So, search for LSD Podcast or Lighter Side of Dark. um, If you're on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Lighter Side Dark. No of. No of. No the. Just Lighter Side Dark, like caveman style. Lighter Side Dark. Yes. Fire bad. If you want to write us emails, you can write to listener at LighterSideOfDark.com, or you can message us on Facebook. We also respond to those so whichever is easiest would be the best way i would say and you can also mail us a
0: letter please put a self addressed stamped envelope mm-hmm. to po box 113 mm-hmm. what city paul pueblo pueblo colorado 60609 reading is fundamental after all absolutely so you can do that uh Paula it has been a real pleasure doing season 7 with me boy
1: it just it has really hasn't it
0: and uh next uh, season will be season 8 in which we will we will crest the 100 episode mark during yes. season wow. eight.
1: hard to believe. That's that means,
0: a lot of rambling. That means we have done. Holy crap! That's like a lot of hours. Oh.
1: Someday we'll hit 10,000 and be the masters of it. Apparently. Yeah. That's what I hear. We'll, we'll be the. We'll be probably
0: the top podcast or the only one still. The doing only one it. left. The only one. The only one
1: that's still broadcasting it. for themselves every week. We'll be the MySpace
0: of podcasts. Uh huh. We'll be the one. They'll, person. they'll
1: long for the days where they can come back to the simplicity, of just. Two people on a podcast.
0: So uh, and next year, uh, I think it's going to be music year in review. I think that's where we're leading for our music segment and next year. that looks likely. So we'll, we'll – uh, To remake or not remake. little Some little teasers for next year. Well, everybody, uh, stay safe out there. Uh, and please uh, get out and vote. And, and honestly, we mean this. We don't care whether you vote Republican or Democrat. Just use your American uh, rights to go out and vote. And vote – for what is important to you don't vote for what scares you don't vote against anything vote for something think about it everybody says this is the single most important election ever they say that every year and, and, and then they're right because this is really important
1: I think that because of the, the, the things that could get done or the things that may not get done and may be pushed back
0: on us that's... do you want to win or do you want to do what's right? Right, right I'd rather do what's right every time All right, gang. We'll see you next season. Take care.
2: The Side of Dark is a brainchild of DJs Rob Smith and Paul Solio, and is meant for the sole purpose of entertainment, merely opinions of our host, and not meant to be taken seriously. Written and produced by Paul Solio and Rob Smith. Edited by Rob Smith, announcer Dave Anthony, original music provided by Seth Book, and a local Tampa band, Noodles Magoo. You may visit the website at www.lightersideofdark.com or visit on Facebook at the Lighter Side of Dark podcast, available on most podcast formats and services. For sponsorship interest, please email at listener at lightersideofdark.com. Recorded at the Fame DJ school studios in Spring Hill, Florida. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please go back and start from the beginning of the series. We appreciate you following our show.